Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast that tells the story behind the book. It includes insights from authors about how they compose their work, what inspires them, and what they hope you'll take away from their book. Here's your host for this episode of Books on Air, Suzanne Harris. Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Sloan Fremont filling in for Suzanne Harris. This is a podcast where listeners get the secret story behind every book. Joining me today is Billy Miniman, author of the book, Mary White was right, Pedro. This book tells the tale of several teenagers living in Northern Ireland during troubled times as they mature, face challenges, and realize the power of one encounter. Billy, welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I'm glad to be here. So thank you very much. Yeah. So let's start out maybe by telling the audience just a little bit about yourself and what led you to write your book, Mary White was right, Pedro. (laughs) Well, it... uh... It came about because I was driving through town one day and they were developing a, a site. They were demolishing some buildings to, to develop in, in town. And I realized that one of the buildings that was knocked down was a place called the Flamingo Ballroom, which was where as teenagers we used to go to dance and that sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just the thinking of that dropped into my mind an encounter we had, uh, a couple of us with three girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of whom, uh, and during the conversation, uh, said that she didn't kiss anybody because she, uh, it spread diseases. Oh, so, wow. That, was, <laughs> that, that, was, uh, uh, that came into my mind, and I thought, there's maybe, maybe a story to be told around that. Yeah. So, uh, so that was the basis for writing the book. I, I then took, took the book and uh, wrote it uh, partly out of... Our own, uh, my own lived experience and and a bit of imagination and and uh, that sort of thing. So that that was the start of the book, and uh, I, then as it uh, <clears throat> as the book was being written, it sort of took different directions. I intended it simply to be uh, about a love story that uh, couldn't be because people were on different sides of of the argument. Uh, uh, or different sides of the tracks, or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that was that was just the the main, supposedly the main theme of the book. Then it, other things developed uh, slowly, and it uh, it became a, a bit of a, a twist and turns, and uh, you just 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 didn't know where it was going for a wee while, but we got there yeah. in the end. Yeah. So you had an idea when you started where you thought it was going to go, but the story kind of maybe took a life of its own as you started writing it. That's right. That's oh, right. amazing. Yeah, I love hearing <laughs> stories about this. This is um, so, so interesting to hear the process of writing because um, creativity is is so, you know, sometimes we think it's this linear track, but when we explore it and we let it go different directions, um, it ends up taking us places that we couldn't have imagined when we started. Yes, there, 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 there's so many themes that actually are, are and, and mentioned in the book. But uh, I don't consider myself that my responsibility as as the author of the book to uh, develop those things and and put forward a a, a conclusion about them. I yeah. would rather the readers would read it and something would ping in their minds and they would then think about it and come to their own conclusion. Right. Uh, so so I'm, I, I'm not uh, I'm not going sort of explaining the thing. I there, there are things that are mentioned. And then it's up to the reader to to either take it and run to with it or not. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. 
Oh, wonderful. So is the scene then set in Ireland? Yes, it's in Ireland. Uh, and it's the, the teenagers growing up. They were teenagers in 1969. That's when really the trouble started in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. And they grew up and right through until uh, the Good Friday Agreement was signed in 1998, I think it was. And it's, 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 they're growing up and maturing during that period. Okay. And it's what happens to them. Uh, one of them leaves and goes to England and uh, becomes very wealthy and, and then has a dying wish. And that dying wish then is, is uh, passed on to one of the other friends who has to, if he's to succeed in, in uh, managing to put the, the dying wish together, uh, he has to step outside his comfort zone in a number of occasions yeah. Yeah. and in a number of ways. And uh, then uh, the, at the end of it, then the, the dying wish is achieved. It's, it's, uh, it's there. And uh, the, the girl that he uh, has, was charged with involving in this, uh, she is the girl who was, she's Mary White, the girl who said that kissing spread diseases. And she's involved in this, uh, he's involved in this, and the, the fact that the two of them coming from different sides of the religious background in, in Northern Ireland, the fact that they're working together on that is a wee bit of a surprise in itself. But uh, they, it ends up that uh, there's, there are things that happen and uh, the book ends up with uh, the him sitting, thinking to himself up when he sees Mary and what she's what she's doing. Uh, he's sitting thinking to himself that the the two of them, uh, not him and Mary, but Mary and his other friend, will be together one day in paradise. Oh, oh, wow! <laughs> so, oh. so that's uh, that, that's how it ends. <laughs> but. Uh, well, it's, and, uh, it's, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Uh, it's it's uh, the turns and twists in between that uh, yeah. that really I, I, I a wee bit of fun right with writing, you know, because they, they come quite a lot out of my imagination. Yeah. So, who was your favorite character to write about in the book? Um, probably my favorite character uh, would have been. Uh, the, the guy nicknamed Rodan, Rodan. Okay. Uh, and uh, there's, there's a wee bit of explanation at the beginning of the book of how that comes about. Uh, uh, not because, not because I, uh, I wish I was him, but just simply because he, he, was, uh, he was able to leave and uh, make uh, a career for himself and make a living, a life for himself that he, he never would have achieved in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. And that is that is pretty typical. Again, that's that's a, a, a theme in the book of sort of exporting the best talent. And in Northern Ireland, we we have for years, many many years, the last sixty or seventy years, I've heard about it being at the brain drain, where uh, young people go away to university either to Dublin or Scotland or England, mm-hmm. and that because of, of the because of the sort of 
underlying sectarianism of, of society in Northern Ireland, they just never come back. They oh. they marry, settle down, and and at least visit, and they and they just don't come. But they may come back for a visit, but that's all. They don't come back to live. Yeah, um, and uh, that's something that I very nearly did uh, in in my young days, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't do it. And I, I thought, well, this was this was a character that I could write about, and uh, that maybe in some ways I wish I had been. <laughs> yeah, the other maybe the other path that you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um. So, can you maybe share one of your favorite scenes in the book that you got to write about, or maybe one of the? Because we don't want to give the book away, of course. But oh no, 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 we want people just, to buy the book. Right, right. Just one of the. You know, very maybe, was right, Pedro. <laughs> right, right, and and I'll link to the uh, to the Amazon um, link in the show notes for the listeners, so they'll they'll be able to find yeah. it easily. But um, yeah. maybe could you share a favorite scene with us, or a favorite um, maybe lesson, or um, theme that was in the book that you that you wrote about. Um, well, one of the themes that, that I did write about, I'll maybe give you a couple of answers to that question. Uh, one of the themes that I, that I did write about, which is is fairly would be fairly important in in the Northern Ireland setup, uh, is that uh, one of the, one of the guys, the guy who who Rodan wanted to to perform his dying wish uh, was a, a fundamental conservative uh, religious person. Okay. And, and he he then had to struggle with all that he had believed up until that point mm. because it, it was this was such a challenge for him. Uh, and uh, working, finding Mary and working with her was obviously another challenge. So, uh, one of the one of the scenes in the book that that I uh, think is, is pivotal is where he is uh, waiting on his on his flight back to Northern Ireland because he's had to go to London, and uh, you know his what's going through his mind, uh, you know about how there's been so many things that that challenged his his thought process mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and basically challenged the life he had lived up to that point. Oh. Uh, and, and he he then was having to reassess in many yeah. ways. Yeah. So uh, that that was that was one of the, the the scenes that I did enjoy writing and that I, that you know is as a theme through the book. Um, but there there are other themes too where. Uh, at the beginning, you know, where the boys are, they're uh, together and they're all called Billy. The four boys are called Billy. <laughs> <laughs> so so they give each other nicknames uh, so that they know who's talking to who. <laughs> uh, now, was that real? Was that a real thing that happened? Oh, yeah. yeah, that happens. That happens frequently among youngster, young people here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I, I enjoyed writing, writing that scene as well, right at the front of the book. But I enjoyed writing it all actually yeah. because it was and the, the the one of the things that I do want people to to understand from the book is just how how much uh, the normal people uh, in Northern Ireland 
were, if you like, heroes of that time. Because, yes, there were a lot of, an awful lot of violence going on. There was an awful lot of horrible things happening. But in general, people just kept their heads down, kept out of trouble, and got on with living the best life they could. Yeah. And that applied right from the street sweeper to the brain surgeon. There was no difference. Society kept on going. And over 30 years of the troubles, the the people who were in combat, shall we say, the combatants, mm-hmm. were over 30 years they came to realize that there was everything was going on as normal and they were at a stalemate. And that was one of the one of the motivating factors for coming together and thrashing out the Good Friday Agreement. And uh, I, I want people to understand just how the normal people in society had a role to play in not getting involved in yeah. keeping society going the way it should. And, uh, and I want that to be acknowledged. The other thing that I, that I want to be acknowledged again is, is uh, fundamental conservatism uh, on any, in any subject or uh, in any sphere, uh, usually as a blight on relationships, uh, because the conservative part of it seeks for tradition and stability and structure, and the fundamental part of it seeks for being right and wrong. Uh, and if uh, if I'm right, then you have to be wrong if you disagree yeah. with me, and all that yeah. sort of thing. So I, I would like that to come through in the book as well, and I, and I, I think it does. Yeah. It sounds like so many life lessons in your, in your book and from the being willing to reevaluate beliefs and things that maybe we thought and, and that is a struggle when you're, you know, when you're in something, a situation and you are uh, faced with, with, uh, looking at what you believe and it does this really serve me anymore, but then also the historical side of what, what it was like to be in Ireland during those times and, um, how, like you said, uh, society still keeps going and that is a part of the role in all of yeah, it too. Yeah. So it sounds uh-huh. like there's a lot of life lessons in what you were able to write too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it, it, it was a lot to my lived experience. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about maybe what surprised you most about writing the book? Um, what surprised me most was... Uh, so I, I thought I could re- remain quite detached as I was writing the book. Yeah. But there were some, some instances where I found that I actually became almost emotionally involved yeah. in, in the situation uh, that I was writing about. Mm-hmm. So that was a surprise for me. I, I, I hadn't expected that. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, uh, it, some some of them got me. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I, I realized, but the, realized that change is not always negative. Yeah. Uh, change yeah. can be a very positive, very liberating, very very exciting thing. Yeah, uh, if it's approached in the right way. Yes, and if we're open to it and willing, and we yeah. often fear change, or we. Um, because we, we can't see the other side of it. And I, I know I found that as well in my life at, too. And it, it sounds like from the creative process, um, 
that's a growing process as well, right? As you go through writing the book and you're experiencing these emotions that maybe were surprising or unexpected, but when we go there and allow ourselves to go there too, I think readers can feel that they can feel that, that you went there and allowed yourself to go there too. And that's a Uh big, I think that's a, that to me is what makes a good book when I can feel the emotion of what the writer was getting at. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and there, there are just so many uh, instances of where uh, it could be so different yeah. if, if different actions had been taken. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I know that uh, the reaction on, of the two teenagers who, who met and who uh, just were obsessed with each other uh, after just a, a two-hour sort of uh, encounter, um, if they had taken different decisions and different paths, well, it, it would have been a wholly different life for both of them and yeah. and for their friends as well. And, and uh, you know, it, it's just, uh, there's a, there's the case, the case of what might have been. Yeah. <laughs> and that's well. so relatable because everybody can, <laughs> everybody can identify with that, right? We've all been in those situations where we've had something happen and we've looked back and uh, maybe wished we would have done it differently. Or also the other way saw how something like you're saying, the chance encounter so deeply can impact your life. Yeah. 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 So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, I think it's, uh, it's an interesting book, I think. Yeah. Uh, but that's not for me to say that's for the readers. <laughs> Um, so just a couple more questions here before we wrap up today. What are you most proud of about writing your book? Huh. I'm most proud of the fact that I actually wrote it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I this is my first book. Uh, I, I haven't uh, written anything before this, uh, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I thought I could write it and I have written it and it's been published and I, I'm, I'm proud of that. Yeah. So much so that once I had it written uh, and I hadn't, I'd held it for a number of uh, probably a couple or three years uh, and without actually getting it published. Uh, and during that time, I wrote another book and uh, I've, I've been holding it until this one gets gets uh-huh. going and right. I, I will I will get the second one published at some point. But that's, that's a bit different. It's not about... Uh, religious difference or anything like that that it's not it's again it it takes place in the period of the troubles but it's not troubles related at all you know it's a, it's a different situation but uh, I, i'm i'm proud of the fact that i got the book written and that that has has led me on to write another book as well yeah. so yeah yes and who would you say your book would appeal to and why I would say my book would appeal to, uh, I suppose, anyone who's interested in the Northern Ireland situation over that time. Uh, it's and anyone who who is sort of wanting an alternative to the the normal Northern Ireland literature that comes out, where it's it's about bombs and guns and bullets right. and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and this is not about that this sort of well it acknowledges it in, in one or two places but it's about 
normal everyday life in a in a violent situation, but uh, you know it, it's it swims against the tide that way, and it's it's not uh, it's not one of these violence books. Yeah. <coughs> uh, I don't know if you've seen the the Kenneth Branagh film Belfast, but it, it's uh, it, it's a good movie, uh, and it's about the part of Belfast and the, the violence that went on and everything else. And, and while that, that was happening, there was another life happening in other areas yeah. uh, where, where it was going on as normal. There wasn't the same sort of things happening. So it, it was to, to sort of balance the thing a bit uh, as, as regards to uh, we weren't all at each other's throats. <laughs> right. Uh, in those days. And, and, and I, I, again, the thing about uh, the the ordinary people keeping society going and not allowing themselves to get drawn into the violence, and thereby, I think, saving Northern Ireland. Uh, yeah, so, and they kept on living, right? They kept on going, and, yeah, and yeah. that's that's right there a metaphor for life, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so as we wrap up today, what's one thing you want to leave the readers with to make sure that they know about your book? Um, I want them to know that uh, if they read the book, they, they should find out that love, and I'm not talking about sexual love now, I'm talking just about love of friends, love of mm-hmm. this, uh, that sort of thing, but love has a way of triumphing over every other uh, sort of emotion yeah. <coughs> or, or decision. Uh, and it does in the end in the book. Uh, and uh, I'm really happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that message and, and being able to remind ourselves of that. We all need that reminder as much as possible, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we all need to love each other. Yeah. Yeah. That is the bottom line. I, I, I agree. Um, my guest this week has been Billy Miniman, author of the book, Mary White Was Right, Pedro. Billy, thank you again for joining us today and being our, our guest on Books on Air. Thank you very much, uh, Sloan. <laughs> Get your name right. Thank you very much, Sloan. <laughs> yes, you, you can find more about the book, Mary White Was Right, Pedro, on Amazon, <laughs> and I'll link to the book in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Sloan Fremont, and I hope you'll join us for the next Books on Air podcast. Remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.